Therefore, today we are going to speak about the significance of Christ's resurrection. Are you happy about the theme? And are you ready? What does the resurrection of Jesus mean to us? Without much ado. Let us go to the book of First Corinthians. Chapter 15. We are going to read from verse 1 to 4. <coughs> and we are going to read from verse 12 to verse 23. Let us be on our feet as we honor the word of God. First Corinthians chapter 15. Verse 1 to 4. Read it first in German. Verse 1 to 4 first. Ich erinnere euch aber, ihr Brüder, an das Evangelium, das ich euch verkündet habe, das ihr auch angenommen habt, indem ihr, euch fest, indem ihr auch feststeht, durch das ihr auch gerettet wurdet, wenn ihr an dem Wort festhaltet, das ich euch verkündigt habe. Es sei denn, dass ihr vergeblich geglaubt hättet. Denn ich habe euch zuallererst das überliefert, was ich auch empfangen habe, nämlich dass Christus für unsere Sünden gestorben ist nach den Schriften und dass er begraben worden ist. Und dass er auferstanden ist am dritten Tag nach den Schriften. I read it in NIV. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel. If the Bible is yours, underline the word gospel. I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you have received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved. We are only saved by the gospel and not by any other message. Explain it, please. We are only saved by the gospel and not by any other message. No matter how powerful any message might be to you. No matter how inspiring it might be. If it is not the gospel, you can forget it. It contains no salvation. The only message that saves us is the gospel. That is the gospel I preach to you. On which you stand. Otherwise you will believe in vain. Verse 3. For I received from the law what is of most importance I want you to listen to the words carefully. For what I receive, I pass on to you first importance. That Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. What is of importance is not that when we come to God, we will become millionaires or we will become rich. What is of importance is not the blessings that we are told when we come to God, we will receive. What is of most importance is that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And he was buried. And he was raised back to life on the third day according to the scriptures. And that is the gospel. That is what the gospel. So if I ask you what is the gospel, who can give me the answer? What is the gospel? Oh, I thought I would see everybody's hand up. 
Who can give me the answer? I want to see people's hands up. And then I call someone. Wer kann die Antwort geben? Was ist das Evangelium? Ich möchte die Hände oben sehen. Daniela. Daniela. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ died for our sins. Let's move on. Verse 12 to 23. Wenn aber Christus verkündigt wird, dass er aus den Toten auferstanden ist, wieso sagen denn etliche unter euch, es gebe keine Auferstehung der Toten? Wenn es wirklich keine Auferstehung der Toten gibt, so ist auch Christus nicht auferstanden. Wenn der Christus nicht auferstanden ist, so ist unser Verkündigung vergeblich und vergeblich auch euer Glaube. Wir werden aber auch als falsche Zeugen Gottes erfunden, weil wir von Gott bezeugt haben, dass er Christus aufgeweckt hat. Wenn er ihn doch nicht aufgeweckt hat, wenn wirklich Tode nicht aufgeweckt werden. Denn wenn Tode nicht aufgeweckt werden, so ist auch Christus nicht aufgeweckt worden. Ist aber Christus nicht aufgeweckt worden, so ist der Glaube nichtig, so seid auch ihr noch in euren Sünden. Dann ist auch die in Christus entschlafen verloren. Wenn wir nur in diesem Leben auf Christus hoffen, so sind wir ein Elendes unter aller Menschen. Nun aber ist Christus aus den Toten aufgeweckt. Er ist der Erstling der Erschlafenen geworden. Denn weil er tot durch einen Menschen kam, so kam auch die Auferstehung der Toten durch einen Menschen. Denn gleich wie Adam alle sterben, so werden durch Christus alle lebendig gemacht. Ein jeder aber in seiner Ordnung, als Erstling Christus, danach die, welche Christus angehören, bei seiner Wiederkunft. Danach das Ende, denn er ist das Reich Gottes, dem Vater gegeben wird, übergeben wird, Halleluja. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then even Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is useless. And our faith is useless. But more than that, We are therefore to be false witnesses about God. For we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But he did not raise him from the dead if in fact Christ has not been raised. And if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is useless. And you are still in your sins. Then those who have died are lost. And if it is only for this life we hope in Christ, we are of all men the most miserable. But Christ has indeed been raised Amen. from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For us in Adam all die. So in Christ, all will be made alive. Amen. But each in his own time, Christ the first fruits, then comes those who belong to him. Amen. Father, this is the moment. Reveal Christ to us again in this resurrection. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May you be seated. May you be seated. Apostle Paul has written or has written this to the church in Corinth. A church that was found in a situation and in a state of confusion. A state of confusion concerning the ultimate question of life. Das war eine Verwirrung wegen die ultimative Frage des Lebens. You see, last Monday we met here. Letzten Sonntag haben wir uns hier getroffen. And last Monday. Letzten Montag haben wir uns hier getroffen. We met here. Haben wir uns hier getroffen. And we had a wonderful discussion. Und wir hatten eine wunderbare Diskussion. About science and religion. Über Wissenschaft und Religion. I wait until everybody sees. 
And we were told, or we discover the importance of signs to life. But there is one reality. The ultimate concern and questions of existence is not the question of how big is the earth. Or if there is a planet somewhere that we can, life can grow on. Those are not the ultimate questions of life. The ultimate questions of life is what is the meaning of life? Why are we living? What is death? What happens after death? What is the purpose of life? And brothers and sisters, no scientific formula answers these questions. And as we are also dealing with those questions today, 2,000 years ago, the believers were also confronted with those questions. The ultimate purpose of life. And they were concerned with what life was all about. And Apostle Paul tried to let them understand that the ultimate meaning of life can only be discovered in the source of life. And that source of life is Jesus. For in him was life. And this life was the light or is the light of man. So when we seek meaning for our life, purpose for our life and significance for our life outside Jesus we are lost. Therefore he tried to let them understand that the question that you are worrying yourself with that is exactly what the gospel is about. And remember that this is the gospel that I received from the Lord. And I entrusted this very gospel to you. This is the gospel that you have received. The gospel that you are standing on. The gospel in which you are living. If at all you are still standing on this gospel. Because believers, there is something about this gospel. As you continue to believe in this gospel, the enemy knows that that is where your life is. That is where the salvation is. Therefore, the enemy will come to you and begin to disturb your mind. Oh, are you still at that level? Come on, that message is for baby Christians. Why always you are talking about the death of Jesus? His burial and his resurrection. Those things are for baby Christians. There are more teachings now. More powerful teachings. With wonderful titles. With powerful things. Oh, I love it when I look on the Facebook and I see the advert for programs of Christians. And you realize that it is no longer about the gospel. It is about the dynamic power of transformation with big English, you know. The bigger the English, the powerful the program. So we try to look for things for our programs. 
Oh, praise the Lord. It can sound so powerful. Our salvation is not there. Our liberation is not there. Our liberation is only in the word, the good news. The gospel. And the gospel is that Christ Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures. Let somebody tell you that is a baby preaching. Say, oh yes. If that is what it means to be a baby, I want to remain a baby. For that is where the power is. In Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Paul said, guys, I am not ashamed of the gospel. I don't care if there are some powerful teachings anywhere. I don't care if people call it baby preaching. I am not, I am not ashamed of the gospel. You listen. Because it is the power of God and to salvation to anyone who believes. What has become the baby preacher? Nein, not geboren, baby teaching. As people call it. Paul discovered that there is that is the power of God unto salvation. Which means beside that God has no power to save. Do you get it? Beside the gospel and outside the gospel, God has no power to save. The only power of salvation is the fact that Jesus died for us. He was buried. And he resurrected. And that is our message. The message we will be preaching until Jesus comes and takes us away. Paul was reasoning with the people. Now, who is Paul? Before we can understand this, we need to know the history of Paul. Paul was a learned believer. Somebody who was taught the laws of Moses. Someone who knew the scriptures. But also someone who was persecuting Christians. Why was he persecuting Christians? Because he was against this gospel. You can preach anything. You can preach Jehovah. You can preach El Shaddai. You can preach Jehovah Elohim. You can preach Jehovah Shalom. You can preach anything. But this name Jesus. We don't want to hear about it. If you preach it, Paul will let you be arrested. And he will have you killed. Paul's problem was not Jehovah. His problem was not God. Because he was a believer. But the new revelation about God, the true revelations about God, he didn't want to have anything to do about it. Beloved, we can preach to you anything. We can use every mighty name we think about God. But if it is not defined in Christ Jesus, it is empty. Because the name Jesus is the name that is above every other name. The name in which we are saved. So Paul said, do not preach this name. One day he was persecuting Christians. And then 
God met him on the way. Und dann traf ihn Gott auf dem Weg. He was on the horse. Er war auf seinem Pferd. And a light struck him down. Und ein Licht kam. And he asked the question. Und er fragte die Frage, er stellte die Frage. Who are you, Lord? Wer bist du, Herr? He knew that one was only the Lord. And he knew that there is only one Lord. There is only one God. And God is the Lord. The commandment given to them is here, O Israel. The Lord, your God, God is just but one God. So if he says, Who are you, Lord? He is talking about God. Because what he saw was a divine light. And he was waiting to hear the answer. It is me, Jehovah El Shaddai. It is me, Jehovah Elohim. The only answer he heard is. Die einzige Frage, Antwort, die er hörte, war aber, ich bin es, Jesus. Nobody say amen. Keiner amen. sagt Amen. Ich verstehe die Offenbarung nicht. It is me, Jesus. Es bin, ich bin es, Jesus. The one you are Derjenige, den du verfolgst. And from that day, Und ab diesem Tag, Paul became Paulus wurde a believer in the name Jesus. Paul became not only a believer, but a preacher of the name Jesus. So in 1 Corinthians 15, he tried to let people know about the significance of Christ's death and resurrection. Es bedeutet, was der Tod Jesu bedeutet und auch seine Auferstehung. And he did this from two angles. Und er tat das von zwei Enden. The first point was from the negative side. Der erste Punkt war von der negativen Seite. If Christ did not resurrect. Wenn Christus nicht auferstanden ist. If Christ had not been risen. Wenn Christus nicht auferstanden ist. What is his implication? Was ist dann die Implikation? And then from the positive side. Und von der positiven Seite. Now that Christ is risen. What does it mean to us? Was bedeutet es uns? You know, it's just like asking the question. Es ist so, als würde man die Frage stellen. What happens? Was passiert? If the sun did not rise again. Wenn die Sonne heute nicht aufgehen würde. Oder jemals wieder aufgehen and then, now that the sun is risen, Aber jetzt, wo die Sonne ist, and it is self-evident, so how useful it is. Wie die, oder wie ist er. So let me take you again to science. Also lass mich euch zu der What happens if the sun does not rise again? Was geschieht, wenn die Sonne nicht wieder aufgeht? There would be no life. No life. There will be the plants will not grow anymore. Die Pflanzen würden nicht mehr wachsen. And if the plants will not grow anymore, there will be no oxygen. Und wenn die Pflanzen nicht mehr wachsen, hätten wir keinen Ausgegeben. If there is no oxygen, human beings cannot breathe. They will die. Living also, beings will die. Also würden wir sterben. And if we die, there will be no carbon dioxide. Und wenn wir sterben, würde es das nicht geben. And the plants cannot grow. Und die Pflanzen würden nicht wachsen. So it is important that the sun rises. Also es ist wichtig, dass die Sonne aufgeht. And what happens when the sun rises? Und was geschieht aber, wenn die Sonne aufgeht? There is life. Es yeah. gibt Leben. There is joy. Es gibt Freude. There is party. Es gibt Party. People can go to the beach. They can be in their bikinis and they can enjoy the weather. Sie können das Wetter genießen. Oh hallelujah. Amen. So we are going to deal with the question. Also wenn wir uns mit der Frage auseinandersetzen. What happens? Was geschieht? If Christ did not resurrect. Are we ready to answer the question? Point number one. If Christ be not risen, then Christ's own testimony was untrue. I put it politely. Uh, no, I put it politely. But to say it rudely, then Christ is a liar. Somebody say amen to that. <laughs> you say no. If Christ be not risen, 
Then Christ is a liar. Is he not he who said, I am the resurrection and the life? You remember when Martha came to him and said, Lord, have you been here? My brother will not have died. He said, don't worry. Your brother will rise again. Martha says, no, I know. That he will rise up on the day of resurrection. Jesus says no. That day of resurrection you are speaking about. That day is here now. Because I am the resurrection. And I am life. And anyone who believes in me will not die. And even if he dies, he will live. Because I am life. And then he died. And he himself does not resurrect again. Then he is a liar. If Christ be not risen, his testimony was untrue. You remember when he told people that destroy this temple. My body. Kill it. Crucify it. But on the third day, I will raise it up again. What happened if the third day people went there and they saw the body again in the grave? Then Jesus is a liar. If Christ be not risen, then his testimony was untrue. You remember when people came to him and they said, give us a sign. He said, you will have no sign except the sign of Jonah. That as Jonah was in the belly of the, 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 the big feet for three days, so must the Son of God also be in the belly of death for three days. But on the third day, just as Jonah came back to life, so must he be risen. What happened if on the third day, they went in there and Jesus is still on the, in the grave. If Jesus be not risen, then he was a liar. Is he not he who says, I am the way, the truth, and the life? If he lied to the people that he will rise up, and he did not rise up, then he is not the truth. And he is not the life. Then we should better look for another life elsewhere. Point number two. If Christ be not risen, then the disciples were completely deceived. Acts chapter 4 verse 2. I hope you are disposed, your heart is ready to receive this truth today. Acts chapter 4 verse 2. The key element of the joy and the message of the apostles was that they were proclaiming the resurrection from the dead through Christ Jesus. Now, get what we are talking about. We are speaking about people that few days ago they were hiding themselves because of shame and because of fear. When Jesus was arrested, As Jesus, um, gefangen genommen wurde, they began to be ashamed. Waren sie beschämt. And they were afraid. Und sie hatten Angst. Why? Weshalb? 
These were the people who were following somebody. Das waren diese Leute, die jemanden gefolgt sind. Whom they called the Christ. Die Person, die sie Christus nannten. And they were strong. Und sie waren stark. Because the Christ was there. Weil Christus da war. All their hopes. All ihre Hoffnungen. Were put in the Christ. War in Christus gelegt. All of a sudden. Und plötzlich. This Christ was arrested. Wurde dieser Christus gefangen genommen. Was brought to court. Er wurde zum Gericht gebracht. Was condemned. Er wurde verurteilt. And he was given a capital punishment. Und er, ihm wurde eine Bestrafung gegeben. Not only that. Und nicht nur das. He was considered as a criminal. Er wurde als kriminell um, dargestellt. Let me ask you a question. Lass mich euch eine Frage stellen. What will happen? Was wird geschehen? If tomorrow you wake up. Wenn du morgen aufstehst. And then you see Pastor Nick in the in the news. Und du siehst Pastor Nick in den Nachrichten. We caught him in armed robbery. Wir haben gesehen, wie er um, Sachen ausgeworfen hat. With guns. Mit mit Waffen. And he killed someone. Und er hat jemanden getötet. And he was running away. Und er lief weg. And the police arrested him. Und die Polizei hat ihn gefangen genommen. Next Sunday, nobody is coming to this church again. Da ist keiner mehr in dieser Gemeinde. Emily. When you come to open the door, you'll be the only one to have God's name. And when somebody asks you, are you also in the living generation? No, I'm not part of that church. <laughs> oh yes, that is what happened to me. A young girl. That's that's what Petrus passierte. A young girl. What is Rebecca? Rebecca, please come. Come here, here, here. Here, here. The senior leader. Der Hauptleiter. The person that Jesus said, I gave you the key to heaven. Die Person zu dem Jesus sagte, ich gebe dir den Schlüssel zum Himmel. Whatever you bind will be bound in heaven. Egal was du hier auf Erden deklarierst, wird auch im Himmel. Whatever you lose will be lose in heaven. Was immer du auch hier befreist, wird im Himmel befreit werden. And when they were going, he was walking majestically because he had the key to heaven. Voller Kraft, weil er die Schlüssel für den Himmelreich hatte. Rebecca came to Peter. Rebecca ging also zu Petrus. Are you also part of Jesus' team? No, 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 I don't even know him. Und ein kleines Mädchen wie Rebecca ging zu Petrus und sagte, bist du nicht auch Teil von Jesus' team? Und er sagte, nee, 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 ich kenne ihn nicht. Rebecca said no, but I saw you. The day you were sharing the bread, he said, wow, I saw me. Rebecca sagte, aber ich habe dich doch gesehen an dem Tag, als er. Then Nigerians will say, don't fear God. It is not me. Es bin nicht ich. That is what the death of Jesus. Das ist das, was der Tod Jesu geteilt hat. Und ich spreche mit euch über diesen Petrus. Few days later. Paar Tage später. He stood in front of thousands of people. Stand er vor Tausenden von Leuten. And he began to declare to the people that God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with power. And he went around doing good, healing people, raising the dead. Er brachte die Toten zum Leben. And you people, und ihr Leute, you have killed the altar of life. Ihr habt den den Altar des Lebens getötet. But God raised him from the dead. Aber Gott hat ihn von den Toten auferweckt. And we, und wir, are witnesses of His resurrection. We are witnesses of His resurrection. What has happened between? The day he was running away from Rebecca. Was ist geschehen an dem Tag, wo er von Rebecca weggelaufen ist? And now he can stand boldly before thousands and thousands of people and say that Jesus, you killed, is resurrected. Und dass er jetzt voller Mut vor tausenden Menschen stehen kann und sagen kann, der Jesus, den ich getötet habe, er ist aufgestanden. It is because. Es ist weil. It is not because. Es ist nicht 
he had gone to a therapeut to have some therapy against phobia. Für yeah, when you are afraid, you go to a therapist and you work on That is not what happened. It is not because he took part in a seminar about how to stand in front of people and speak to people courageously and boldly. No! But it is because God has raised Jesus from the dead. And he is a witness. And the message was this. In verse 12, they called death. And they say, gentlemen, Und sie sagten, Herrn, you know what? Wisst ihr was? We give you the allowance, the permission. Wir erlauben euch. You can preach God. We have no bad, no problem against it. God predigen. Wir haben kein Problem damit. Preach anything you want to preach. Alles, was ihr wollt. We have no issue. Wir haben kein problem damit. But this name Jesus, Aber der Name Jesus this guy Jesus, typ Jesus, never ever speak about this name again. He was standing in front of judges. Er stand vor And it is in Köln that we have the, 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 the high court of Germany, right? Just like in America, you have the, how do you call it? Yeah, the Supreme Court. And what they say is the final. Peter looked at the Jesus. And said, gentlemen, Think about it yourself. Is it good to be to listen to you or to listen to God? The law you have given us. It is a law. It's fine. But as for us, we can never speaking about what we have seen with our own eyes. Because we are witnesses of his resurrection. Jesus. Something has happened. Point number three. If Christ be not risen, then Christians are living in a gigantic fraud. Dann leben Christen in einer großen Täuschung. Do you know that? Versteht ihr das? Wisst If Christ is not risen, wenn Christus nicht auferstanden wäre, then Christianity is a 419. Dann ist Christentum ein 419. Do you know what is 419? Niger Boys. What? Niger Boys. Then Christianity is worse than Niger Boys. It's worse than Yahoo Boys. It's a mafia organization. That is deceiving people. Wasting people's time. And giving them empty promises. You go there and you realize that it is empty. If Christ be not risen. And if Christ be not risen. Then Christianity is nothing but a superstition. Mm. If Christ be not risen, then Christianity is the emptiest thing on earth. If people should go on the third day and the tomb was not empty, Point number four. If Christ be not risen, then the Christian experience is a great delusion. Our experience, forgiveness of sin, the joy of the fellowship with God, the peace of heart and the peace of mind, the bright hope that we have and the expectation of the world to come 
Everything is a delusion. It's fake. It's a lie. And all the millions and millions of people who have died in Christ are lost. And they have been fatally betrayed. If Christ be not risen. I want you to connect to this negative evaluations so that you can really know what the resurrection of Jesus means to us. And the reason why we don't compromise with it. Point number five. If Christ be not risen, then we would believe in immortality. We are living in the fool's paradise. A fool's paradise. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you know Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> then that is exactly what our hope is. We sit down here and we are creating some imaginary things. Oh, there is a city called Heavenly City. The streets are made of gold. And we are going to walk on gold. We are going to sing among the, the congregation of angels. And we are going to be happy. And there is no more death. No more pain. If Christ be not risen. Then we are doing Alice, Alice in Wunderland. And all our Christian life. It's nothing but hallucination. If Christ be not risen. And if Christ be not risen. We are of all men the most miserable people. This bright time. The sun. That you should be at home. And be, you know, genissen the zone, you know, enjoy the zone, and, and, and you are here sitting down here. Don't we have nothing better to do? Then we are of all men the most miserable people. We are standing on the highest pinnacle of hope. And then all of a sudden, we are thrown down, 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 down into the abyss. If Christ be not risen, all this preaching I am doing here and screaming is in vain. I am just shouting like any other African person who can shout and shout very well. <laughs> if Christ be not risen, our faith is in vain. If Christ be not risen, we are false witnesses. We are lying to people that God raised him from the dead, but God did not rise him. We are all liars like our Christ Jesus. If Christ be not risen. And those who have died, those who parents have died, and they are hoping that oh one day we are going to meet our father in heaven we are going to meet our sister in heaven I'm going to meet my best friend in heaven the news for you is that all those people who die in the law including your loved ones they have perished mm. as Christ not been risen 
then I have an advice for you. Dann habe ich einen Vorschlag für dich. Verse 32. Then let us eat and drink and have fun because tomorrow we are going to die and that is the end of it. Verse Corinthians 15. 32. Let's have fun. Let's eat. Let us drink. Because tomorrow we will die. Has Christ not been with Has Christ not been risen? Has Christ not been risen? Paul reasoned now from this negative perspective. Paulus fing an, die Konversation von dieser negativen Seite zu. So that the people can value. So dass die Menschen es wertschätzen konnten. The resurrection. Die Auferstehung. Of Christ. Von Christus. Now he moved on. Und dann machte er weiter. Now that Christ is risen. Jetzt aber wo Jesus auferstanden. Now that the grave is empty. Now that the cloth in which he was tied are folded and isolated and put on one side, Jesus. Now that people went to anoint the body and they only met two visitors, the angels of the Lord. The foundations of hell had been shaken. Das Fundament der Hölle wurde ist gewackelt. The place reserved to all those who did not believe in Jesus. Alle Türen gingen auf von den Leuten. To all sinners. Zu allen Sündern. Where Satan has kept people. Wo der Teufel die Leute behalten hat. His resurrection. Seine Auferstehung. Caused the foundations of hell. 
to be shaken. With me, hell has no foundation, no more. That is why you can say, for some people, we will even go to hell and snatch them by force from fire. Now that Christ is risen, let's do it very fast. Point number one. Then our preaching is not in vain. Oh, I am not just screaming here like any other African man who can scream. The preaching I am preaching, the words I am speaking, they are not empty words. Because Christ is risen. Because the grave is empty. Because the stone has been rolled away. Then our preaching is not in vain. And the Great Commission still stands. What is the Great Commission? He says, see, all power, Jesus, all strength, all might, every power in heaven, on earth, under the earth, has been given all to me. Therefore, you go to the world and preach the good news to all creation. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto anyone who believes. Now that Christ is risen, then our faith is not in vain. We are not trusting a dead savior. No. We are not serving a dead savior. Because a, 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 a living dog is better than a dead lion. A living dog is stronger than a dead lion. If I am alive and my Savior is dead, I am far better than him. At least if there is a danger, I can run away. He is powerless. Oh, hallelujah. We are not serving a dead savior. We are serving the one that is the resurrection and the life. We are serving the Alpha and the Omega. He is the bread of life. He is the ancient of days. He is the rock of ages. He is the Lord, our Redeemer. The Lord, our Savior. The Lord, our protection. The Lord, our hiding place. The Lord, our everything. That is our Jesus. So our faith is not in faith. Point number three. Now that Christ is risen, I have a good news for you. We are no longer in our sins. Oh, you don't get it. I say we are no longer in our sins. We are no longer in our sins. We are no longer in our sins. We are no longer slaves to sin. His death means the price has been paid. But this is very important. 
Because we are talking about the atonement. The price has been paid. Does not mean the price has been accepted. That is why when we limit the gospel only to the cross. To the suffering. To the death. We are depriving it of its effect. Now, you know, in the olden days, the high priest, once in a year, he takes a lamb, he offers it, and he takes the blood, and he goes to the holiest of the holiest place. Where the presence of God was. Now, only this guy was allowed to enter there. And he was going there to offer this blood for the whole nation. There is a danger in this. If he goes, and the blood has not been accepted, he will die there. So that means the sin of the people have not been atoned. So what it is to go, that is not a problem. They will tie a rope around his waist. And they will let him go. So that in case, because it can happen that the blood will not be accepted, and he will die. In case he died, at least we can get the dead body, and we will go and bury it. But any time the guy appears, that means the price has been accepted. So you don't need to ask the question if the blood has been accepted or not. No, that is no longer a question. So it is for our Lord Jesus, the Lamb of God, that takes away the sin of the world. His death means the price has been paid. But his resurrection means the price has been accepted. That the sacrifice has been approved. And he is risen not to go and die again. Because the day he died, he died for the entire humanity, for the whole world. And now he is sitting at the right side of the Father. Now that Christ is risen, his resurrection means the price has been paid. First Peter chapter 1 verse 18. First Peter 1 18. As the praises and the worship team are getting ready to lead us into worship. We are getting to the end. First Peter 1 18. Now, read it first in German. Verse 19. And go back to 18. For you know everyone here today I want you to know this. That you have not been redeemed by perishable things. Not by dollars. Not by euros. Not by CFA. Not by CD. Not by silver. Not by gold. That is not what you have been redeemed. What is the price of our redemption? 
but with the precious blood of Jesus. The lamb without blemish. Or defect. Do you see your price? Do you see how much it cost? We cost the blood of Jesus. No amount of money can buy us. Only the blood of Jesus. Now that Christ is risen. Is anybody here who has lost a family member, a close friend, a good friend? Is there anyone who has lost a family member, Yes. I have good news for you. You will see your loved ones again. Amen. Those who died in the Lord. You know why? Because until Jesus came, death was the last word. But when Jesus came, the key to the door in which the grave keeps people, Jesus took it. That is why you ask the question, oh, death, where is your key? The sting of death. You know what is a sting? When a bee bites you. The bee will go. But in you, you will be feeling the pain. And it will be growing. In another words, the venom of death. When a snake bites you, the snake may run away, but the poison will be working in you. Death has a sting and a venom. But the good news is this. Jesus has neutralized it. It may bite you. Yes. It may bite you. That is why we may die. That is why they may die. That is why we die. But the sting, the venom, has been taken away. So that one day, we will rise up again and we will see the loved ones in a place where they will never be sick again. They will not cry again. There will be no more pain. There will be no more death. That is the good news. Now that Christ is risen, Jesus says, because I live, you will also live. I am here to tell you that in Jesus, we have eternal life. I don't know how much of you is afraid of death. But I'm here to tell you, death has no power. For in Jesus, we have eternal life. Amen. Now that Christ is risen, we will also rise. Our body, the corruptible, will rise up one day with the incorruptible. Our decaying body, will rise up one day with a body that will no longer decay. Our weak body will rise one day with strength.
And because he lives. Und weil er lebt, we will also live. We will live. Wir werden leben. We will not die. Wir werden nicht sterben. But we will live. Aber wir werden leben. Because our Savior lives. Weil unser Erretter lebt. You know this song? My Savior is so wonderful. <laughs> okay, we are going to sing this song even if they're not ready to follow it. Casey, can you check there? Stand up, stand up for Jesus, you soldiers of the cross. I believe you know. Yeah, no, not that, not the Savior is so much. Stand up for Jesus. Let us be on our feet. As we sing this. This, this, this to yourself. I am not crying because of pain. I'm crying because our Christ is risen and it is a tears of joy. The tears I am shedding are tears of hope and expectation. Oh, hallelujah. Oh! 